Men, what if you could do life better? What if we were more resilient and more confident? What if we got our priorities sorted and stuck to them? The world needs strong men. The Whole Man Academy podcast hosted by life coach Anthony Asprey, that's me, is here to help you become the best version of yourself and make the most of your life at work and play. Each week, I'll be talking to inspiring people from all walks of life whose stories and strategies will empower you to become a better man. Let's get the conversation going. Let's get men talking and let's do life better. This is the Whole Man Academy podcast and this week it is just me, your host, Anthony Astbury. Now, what we're covering on the topic today are some of the really important parts of how people, especially men, have been affected by um, lockdown. So I guarantee there'll be something in here that you'll say, yeah, that's affected me. Uh, and if not, it will certainly have affected someone you know, uh, maybe someone close to you. And it all started because we were asked to contribute to a, um, a webinar by, um, that was hosted by Resource Solutions, who's one of the big recruitment companies in, in the world. And it was all about, unsurprisingly, the effects of lockdown and male mental health. Uh, now, Resource Solutions, I'm going to read this, provide bespoke uh, recruitment outsourcing solutions to the world's leading and global brands, which is all very nice. Uh, but the important thing is they're also interested in helping their colleagues and staff and everybody around them do life better. Sounds familiar. Um, I think the, the big thing to start with was they did a poll of all of their staff and I think it was a pretty decent amount of people contributed. And it came up and said that only 19% of men are willing to talk about their mental health or struggles they are having. Now, quite frankly, I was surprised it was that high. When I think back to working in the city, I'd be amazed if 19% of the guys who worked on the broking or training floors would have been happy to talk about uh, any, any struggles. And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be mental health. It can be anything that uh, is affecting you and you're finding is either affecting your sleep or your health or your mindset or your behavior. Um, so that was quite interesting. And I, I spoke on the actual live um, the live feed and said I'm surprised that 19% was was the number because I would have figured it might have been 10% or less and within that 10% I would have guessed that some of the people were ticking the box thinking they had to instead of actually being honest but certainly interesting um, for, for you guys at work just have a think about it in your company however big or small what percentage do you think of the let's just say the people in the company do you think will be happy to be comfortable talking about any struggles that they're having um, it was interesting that 32% of women would look to confide with a teammate compared to 19% of men, and only 26% of men would prefer to, or 26% of men would prefer to confide in their manager instead. Interesting. So as opposed to a teammate, you'd rather go to a manager. Um, I know from my experience that's exactly what I would have done. If any point um, I felt like at work things weren't going how I wanted or, or anything I needed changing um, or any suggestions, I would definitely have gone to my desk head or manager or teammate, so, um, oh sorry, or not teammate. So again, have a think about yourself. Would you have done that? Would you go to your colleagues sitting next to you or someone who's uh, higher up the chain of command? Who knows? Now, the interesting thing is, during the poll they asked us to, or if we would like to do a poll on certain things that guys might have been affected by during lockdown. And I came up with these five which is health and fitness, working from home, loneliness and boredom, financial issues, mindset and self-doubt. Uh, and it was very interesting to see that 65% of the people on the call said they'd been affected or their health and fitness had been affected. 45% of people said they'd been you know, struggling with working from home. 
45% of them said they'd struggle with loneliness and boredom, which I was surprised at. Only 15% of them said they'd struggle with financial issues. And I'm guessing that's because most of these are still employed. So they're not sitting at home without a job. They're working from home, still being paid probably the same amount of money, I would assume. So interesting that only 15% with financial issues. The last one was the biggest one. That's for me is mindset and self-doubt. Very interesting that 70% of the people that were interviewed um, said mindset and self-doubt was something they have been struggling with. So we thought, why not jump into each of those and cover off a few points so that if you said yes to any of those, health and fitness, working from home, loneliness, boredom, financial issues, mindset and self-doubt, we could give you some tips and thoughts and ideas on what you might be able to do. And we call them an options list because we're not telling you what to do. No one needs to tell you what to do. We're just saying, hey, these are things you could do and maybe you're doing some of them already. And the other important point is, it might be that you're perfectly fine with all of these and not having any struggles at all, but you might know someone who talks to you about it and this could give you the opportunity to say, oh yeah, I know, I've got an idea. Perhaps you could do this or that. So let's jump into them. The first one was health and fitness. And as we say, 65% of the people said they're struggling with their health and fitness whilst they were working from home or through lockdown. So the first question on your health would be, what are you fueling yourself with? I know many of the people we spoke to have said that they're not having that commute to work in the mornings and therefore they are hitting the coffee as soon as they get up and then they're straight to their desk. Maybe they're grabbing something really quick to eat instead of going to a cafe or a something in the city when I used to work there that you know they'd produ produce or provide whatever you wanted whereas now people are just grabbing something. So have a think about what you're fueling yourself with and that means also about how much water you're drinking. It sounds boring, it, it is really, but let's face it, most people forget through the day to drink enough water and it depends on also how much um, how much exertion you're having. Are you in a warm place? Are you doing other exercise? Are you doing any kind of gym work or something? So just have a, um, a, a moment to consider how much water are you um, taking in and should you be increasing it? There's one. So one of the good things would be to set a reminder like once every hour or every half an hour, have a bottle of water on your desk, especially if you're working from home and just have a slurp of it whilst you're doing that. Um, and in the mornings, first thing you do is have a big glass of water and maybe especially after you've done sport. So just do the basic things like that. On health, the other thing is get checked out. Now, the worry for me at the moment is that so many people have avoided going to the doctors. I mean, Christ, men are bad enough at going to the doctors anyway when they've got issues, but certainly now um, since lockdown have happened and um, doctors had basically become a, uh, a bit of a ghost town that people weren't going to the doctors to get checked out for issues. So go and get them checked out. And I know what men are like. I know what I've been like in the past and many of my friends who you've got something going on. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll get round to it. And you don't. And unfortunately, you know, if you leave things too late, it could be very serious. So go and get checked out. Go and make that appointment. And so what if it's going to take another week or two or they're, you know, they're having an influx of people wanting to go. Just get yourself there and get checked out. The other thing is about supplements. And I think it's important for people to realize that obviously everybody is different, but there are certain supplements that people can take that can really help them. Um, and whether that's to uh, improve your immunity or help with any other issues that you've got, it's important to go to maybe a professional and actually find out, you know, are you deficient in certain things? And if so, are there things you should be adding in? What I would also say there is, a lot of people just go and buy supplements because they read it in the back of the bloody Daily Mail or something. But the important thing is you are all very, very different. A, a beautifully running machine that 
um, means you need to have something specific to you. You should be fueling yourself specifically to you. Think of yourself as a, as a Formula One car. They're not just putting in anything there. They're making sure it is exactly what you need to have optimal performance. So sniff out someone that can help you with that if you can. Um, and it could make a big, a big, big difference. And also when you're buying supplements, if you can, educate yourself on the difference between normal supplements and good quality supplements. So I know friends will just go to um, any kind of boots or high street chain and just buy a load of supplements and not really understand why they're doing it or what the quality is. But believe me, there is a difference between them as there are in most things, you get what you pay for. So investigate that as well. Now let's go on to fitness. So again, you know, health and fitness was what, 65% of it. But with fitness, if you've been struggling, especially during lockdown, or just generally, if you can't be asked to go and do anything at all, you've got to find what you enjoy. Now, it's no newsflash to say that if you aren't doing fitness, it's going to have a detrimental effect on your health. And that is not easy to say. So quite frankly, it doesn't matter what you're doing, you've got to do something. And you know, ultimately, it's more sustainable if you can find something that you really enjoy, is it um, something with others or on your own or just getting the right music on or you know anything that you can think of that makes the time whilst you're doing exercise enjoyable. I think that's probably the most important part because if you don't enjoy it, it doesn't matter how motivated you are or you know how structured your day is, it's going to have a limited shelf life. Um, if you can, there's a big word here, accountability. I mean, it's not that big, but it's fairly important. That's what I mean. And that's where people that pay for either personal trainers or a fitness class or something like that can give you accountability because you've paid for it. You are meant to be there at X time to turn up, work out, have your kit on, and you're generally there for the hour and you're not going to get halfway through it when you're on your own and think, oh, I'm just going to go and check my phone and I'm going to go and do a few bits and pieces. So accountability, I think, is one of those huge things. So if you can, you know, team up with a mate, get someone that can kind of saying hold your hand I don't think you need anyone to hold your hand but that can actually on those days when you can't be asked is to say hey come on you know we've said we're going for a run we said we're going to do a workout we said we're going to do something so that's one of the big things is accountability um, use the free resources available I mean come on now we've got uh, you know if your problem is you can't find a free resource then you're not being very resourceful if you think of YouTube or Instagram, there's millions of um, workouts. There's a great website called www.darebe.com, which is D-A-R-E-B-E-E.com. And that just has a whole ton of different workouts, and generally bodyweight workouts. So you don't have to be thinking, oh, I haven't got all the kit, I haven't got a, a weights bench, kettlebells, blah, blah, blah. It's bodyweight stuff. So there's no excuse for not doing something um, so that one, yeah, Debbie.com has been great actually for yeah, just being able to print something off or just follow it online. So you've done even if it's a 20 minute workout. The other thing there is, you know, on free resources, going on to uh, say social media, you can find anything that's, that's targeted straight at you. So you know, do you want to add muscle? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to improve your flexibility? Do you want to uh, alleviate some back pain? There's so many niches of available that you can go on and pretty much find anything you want, probably for free. But you know, the other thing that frustrates me is sometimes you have to pay to get the good quality stuff. So you know, all the, the free stuff is all great, but if you really want someone to you know, help you go to the next level of weight loss or muscle building or something that you need, whatever your target is, then 
you know, be prepared that you might have to actually pay for it. So that was the fitness and health. Huh, the working from home, and this has been a big, big one for a lot of people. I mean, huge in the last few months. And I say one of the big things about this is a lot of people didn't plan to work from home. It was um, thrust upon them. Uh, and I can't think of a better phrase. It doesn't sound a bit weird, but it was thrust upon them. It was literally on the Friday, you're at work. On the Monday, oh, you're at home now. And a lot of people didn't have a designated workspace. They had no idea how to work from home when you've got kids, if you've got them running around, um, or flatmates or family. It can't be easy for, um, I know for many of the people, when you're trying to concentrate, I know myself, and then you've got noise, distraction in the background. So here's a few things that you could do. One is just to have some ground rules. And I think that's important to say, look, you know, from X time until X time, I'm working and whatever else is going on at home, unfortunately, I can't, you know, I can't get involved in that. Um, I've found myself that you'll be busy working on something. And then because we've got kids, my partner is having a mare of a day. And she'll say, can you just look after one of the boys for five minutes whilst I just do something? And I'm like, mm, I, I, I do, but I'm like, okay, if I was at work, I wouldn't be coming home to deal with this. So it's trying to find the balance between you working and you being a, um, a dad at home. I mean, we've had it where guys that we've talked to on podcasts, you know, have said they're trying to do a Zoom call or something, but they're actually too worried about the fact their kids are making noise in the background or someone's making noise in the background. Um, and it just puts them off and it kind of stops, you know, it stops their train of thought. So ground rules are one of the really important things. The other danger at the moment, I'm speaking to a guy yesterday who he's just, he's flat out with work, but because he doesn't have a commute to work anymore, he now just works the commute instead of actually commuting, which means he misses out on the walk to the station. He misses out on the walk from the station to his, um, his workplace. He doesn't have the interaction with his friends like I used to have when you get on a train and you sit and chat to your mates for a while and he's not going to the gym because the gym was at work. So all he's actually doing is working even more and moving even less, which is a dangerous combination for the nation, that rhymes. Um, so that's one of those important things you can do is you know have regular breaks, especially if you're working from home. I mean, I, I think getting daylight first thing in the morning is so important to you as well. I mean, it's very important for your body so if you can, you know, no excuses with the weather, doesn't really matter, get up, get outside if you can. And just even if you have a wander around the garden, if you've got one for a while, or just go for a five minute walk, just to get yourself out in the daylight and moving for five minutes is a, is a good start. But yeah, having regular breaks, again, it comes down to, if you're gonna be technical about it, set an alarm on your phone, you know, it once every hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, and just get up and go outside for a minute or something. Otherwise, you know, I, I'm a strong believer in your productivity will go down if you just work all day. You know, having a little break gives you that refresher. Um, and quite frankly, if we're gonna get, uh, well, say technical about it, it gives your brain a break. So just, just give it a little bit of a rest. Um, the other one is, again, going on to structure, is saying, do you know what, I'm gonna start work at this time, I'm lunching at this time, I'm starting again in the afternoon, and then I'm gonna finish up at a certain time. Because otherwise, there's always work to do. Now, you wouldn't stay in the office all night. Um, I know people that have, usually that work for investment banks or, um, or lawyers. But the point is, for most of us, when you left work, you went home. And a lot of people at the moment aren't having that break. So they're, they're just sitting at their desk for hours, which is not good for you. No surprise there. So that's a couple of things we're working from home. And if you can, having a separate workspace. I mean, that was one of the big things. 
I've been very lucky that we've got a um, an extra bedroom which I can kind of commandeer because my office was too close to where the living space is and then little kids running around means that you can hear noises and squeaks and crying and God knows what else. So if you can, have a designated workspace also for your mindset because if you're just sitting working at the same space that you're going to be eating dinner or watching telly, I just don't think it's great for your brain to have to kind of compartmentalize each of those together. So if you can, have some ground rules, have some regular breaks, structure your day, a separate workspace and get out the house if you Are you receiving our weekly emails? If not, you're missing out. Our whole Mad Academy weekly e-letter is changing the game for men around the world using cutting edge psychology, game-changing thinking strategies, and inspiring tips and stories from people you should have heard of, but likely never have. So if you want to live more, be more, and experience more, go and sign up at www.wholemanacademy.com forward slash movement. Back to the show. The next one is a tough one, I think, because it's boredom. Now, I'm guessing we all go through levels of boredom in our life. Um, even the even the people who you would think would be, um, I don't know, hugely successful and hugely busy. Sometimes you can just get to a stage where like, you know what, I'm a bit bored. But if you're at home and you're bored, I think it breaks up into two. I certainly think people that are living alone and have been through lockdown, I mean, from just from the people that we've spoken to, have had those levels of boredom because you don't have the interaction between you and someone else, apart from on Zoom, which let's face it, isn't quite the same as having it face-to-face. Coffee slurp. So with boredom, what are the things you can do? One of the things is taking time to reflect, and that is taking time to reflect on what you've done in life before, what you'd like to change, and what you want to do in the future. Now, this, this reflection exercise I think is so powerful and most people, I mean, a huge percentage of people don't do it. And that's what I would always say with people if you're, if you're working with them doing life coaching is having a look back at what they've achieved, often when there's self-doubt, which we're gonna talk about in a minute, but looking back at what they have achieved because often people only remember what their failures are and not what their successes are. But actually looking ahead and saying, okay, well, what do I actually want to achieve in life? And you know, what steps can I take to, to get there? Who, you know, who do I need to speak to? How, how do I need to be resourceful? How do I need to lift my levels of resourcefulness? So that would be one of the first things you could do is take time for you to reflect on life and what is going on, where are you going and where have you been? The other one is make contact with old friends as opposed to the ones you just constantly are talking to at the moment. You know, with, with the advances in technology, with Zoom, it's so easy to contact someone and say, you know, would you like to grab a coffee via Zoom? It doesn't have to be um, like a set hour like we would do with a podcast interview or, you know, one of the business webinars. It could be, look, I'd love to catch up with you. Doesn't matter what country they're in, etc., and reach out to them. And you know what? If you reach out and they say no, at least you've reached out and maybe they'll say yes. But if you don't, it's always going to be a no. So that's one of the options is make contact with old friends. Here's another one that I love, which is if you're really bored, go and spend some time unsubscribing to email lists and or WhatsApp groups. Now I wrote about this on our Whole Man Academy e-letter a couple of weeks ago. And it was very much about, I know for myself, you get bombarded these days with emails about any old crap they wanna sell you or promotions or companies and special offers. And it drives me nuts but it's my own fault because I've subscribed to it in the first place. 
Now, this is going to explode, I think, in the next, not I think, I'm pretty sure, in the next few weeks, months, years. Because guess what? All people want you to do now is put your details in if you go to the pub. Or I went to Nando's the other day and I was told I couldn't order in the shop. I had to order on the app, which I didn't have. But of course, what does that make you do? You have to put in all your details, tick all the little boxes that no one bothers to read, accept the cookies, and not the good cookies either, and suddenly you're gonna get emails from these people. So it would be a priceless exercise to say, do you know what, for an hour, I'm just gonna go through and unsubscribe from all these bloody emails that I keep getting, which aren't serving me anymore. You know, if they're draining your energy, it's time to get rid of them. Now, if you're lacking energy and you're bored, here's a simple one for you. You're gonna to have to change your state. Now, for a lot of people, they're, the way they're, if, if, think of someone that is bored. Think of where their shoulders are probably a bit slumped. Think of their body language. What are they focusing on? What language are they using? If you can change all of those or one of those, you're gonna move in the right direction. Because generally boredom is a state of mind, isn't it? You can always find something to do. There's someone to go and talk to, but we've all, we've all got it and we've all had it where you know, I'll sit at my desk and I'll be busy for the first hour and a half and then I just have that little wane of motivation. And because I'm not in an office with lots of other people, I'm like, I'm gonna go and have a look in the fridge. And Emma will say to me, why are you standing looking in the fridge? And like, I just got bored for a minute. But then you hold on a minute. I've decided to be bored. What do I want to be? And you change your state. Maybe you put on some music that you, you know, like. For me, um, one of the big ones is listening to the Gladiator soundtrack. And the reason for that is, apart from it's an excellent film, um, is when I went to one of the Tony Robbins personal development events, they anchor into you certain music to help you feel good, which is uh, a pretty powerful way of kind of getting you going when you're listening to a certain track. And there's a couple of uh, the last few tracks of the Gladiator soundtrack, which is uh, Elysium, I think. And whenever I put that on, it takes me back to that day or that whole week where I spent in Miami with thousands of other people who were intent on doing life better. And it just works and it just, you know, snaps you out of whatever state you're in. So maybe for you, What's the one song or what's the couple of songs that you absolutely love? And it doesn't matter what they are, but if you put them on, it reminds you of a great time in your life or something that, you know, something cool that happened that could actually break your state from where you're thinking, no, I'm bored, I can't be bothered, to, do you know what? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm energizing myself again. So that's one of, those, one of those big ones. Now, you know, I said, put music on. Get back to what you find fun and interested in. You know, even if you're bored, what is it as a kid that you used to love doing? Is it that you can go and do that? I mean, for me, it's always football. If I was really bored, I know now I could go and put on uh, in YouTube, like put in, type in Liverpool and they'll show me their FA Cup triumph or their Champions League triumph. But whatever it is for you, whatever gets you going, you know, go and jump on that for a little while and you'll be surprised to see how quickly your state will change um, simply because you've changed your focus. It's, it's a simple but priceless um, technique, which I've spent hours and hours and hours and days and days learning about. But if you're trying to be uh, memorable about it, it's just go and find something that's going to help you change your state. Now, loneliness. I mean, again, going back to it in a moment, have you felt lonely? The, the big thing for me is you can feel lonely in a room full of people, which sometimes people need to uh, meditate on for a while. But being lonely seriously challenges your health. Um, do you know what? It, it's... Um, what was the fact? Uh, it plagues older women especially because they're more likely to outlive their male loved ones. 
which I know from my um, both my uh, my grandma and my nan both outlived their partners by maybe thirty years. So you know, a, a, a third of their life really was without their partner. So I can only understand the levels of loneliness they might have felt. So I hadn't really thought about that one. But loneliness causes declines in physical and cognitive capacity. Now, again, for people that have been living on their own for months and months and months, I mean, today is uh, Super Saturday, as the press have beautifully dubbed uh, the first day of going out, which I find confusing when the messages go out, but just be nice and sensible. When the last Super Saturday was the day when we won all the uh, Olympic golds during the um, London Olympics and everybody went completely bonkers afterwards. So I'm not sure if labeling it as Super Saturday was a great idea, but that's a, that's another story. But for loneliness, I mean, the state of mind for you, again, it's your perception of loneliness and being isolated and finding meaning in life, I think. So you know, what does that come down to? Feelings of being disconnected and empty, maybe so you know again it, a lot of it goes back to what we were saying about with being bored it's about if you are feeling lonely you're, you're going to have to take action you know it's it's going to have to be done by you um and take action to find a way to help alleviate your um levels of loneliness so you're going to have to reach out to people one of the big things is volunteering um for me i mean there's so many charities now or any establishment organization that might be needing help of some kind so if you can go and volunteer that might just be that you don't even need to leave the house to volunteer but it sure can help just give you some some accountability some structure to your day and i think it gives you the opportunity to converse with other people and that's what most of us um, maybe are lacking at the moment you know find someone to share your thoughts with there's if you're on social media which is easily accessible and free, which is always um, important. You know, go and find a group of people that are interested in what you're interested in, one of your hobbies. You know, you can find someone that is interested in what you're interested in. It's it's perfectly achievable and that can make a big difference. So, you know, there's one of the things for loneliness. And again, it goes back to reaching out to old friends. You know, you don't know what they're feeling as much as you. So maybe they could do with hearing from someone as much as you could do with talking to someone. So that's, that's another option, which is one of my frustrations when I go out, um, if I go out for a walk, I always smile and say hello to people. Um, and even just, uh, one of my friends said, you know, why are you, are you nuts? You know, you're smiling and saying hello to people because Brits don't generally do that. And I said, you know what, that person might have seen me say hello and smile at them, but that might be the only person they've seen today that said hello and, you know, actually spoken to them. So who knows if it makes a difference? Let's. Let's hope so. But yeah, reach out to old friends so you can volunteer, share, share your thoughts with others, um, especially in social media groups or find something that you can converse with with uh, like-minded people uh, and reach out to old friends. Um, you could do all of them or none of them. It's up to you. That's the good news. The, the next one was the financial issues. Now, again, on the call, um, on the webinar, only 15% of people said they were struggling with financial issues. And I said, I'm very much... Um, of the opinion that's because they're all employed. So, you know, I've got lots of friends who were furloughed and quite loved it because they were at home, you know, exercising, seeing their friends uh, on social media, you know, having a lay-in and getting paid for it, uh, a percentage, which was, I'm sure I wouldn't have minded that. But of course you had other friends who had their businesses wiped out and suddenly, there's the old saying, you know, when the tide goes out, so you see if people have their shorts on. 
and I'm talking about financially. And at the moment, the tide has gone out and a lot of people haven't got their shorts on. And unfortunately, they may not have prepared for this because most people couldn't have done. You're never going to have seen this. So here's a few options for if you've got financial issues. And these, again, are as, as basic as you can get, but often the simplest ones and the most important ones to start with. So consolidate debt if you do have it. Go to the experts. I was like listening to, or you know, going to Money Supermarket or Martin Lewis. Um, always talking about if you've got credit card debt, is try and consolidate it so you know exactly how much your interest is and the time frame for you paying it out. Um, there's so many interest-free credit cards these days that you can transfer a balance. So that's always an option. And again, the important thing is go to the experts on this. Uh, I'm not pretending I'm an expert. I know a bit about it. But the next one, this sounds really simple, but I guarantee that. I know I'm going to go with 90% of the people that are listening to this um, don't do this. And this is know how much money you have coming in and how much money you have going out. Now, if you should or if you were asked how much money you have coming in a month, I think a lot of people would be able to answer that one because generally you take your salary and you can see what gets paid in. And most people only have one form of income, um, which we will address at some other time because it would be great to have multiple streams of income. So a lot of people will say, yeah, you know, at the end of the month or the start of the month when I get paid my salary or my dividends or whatever it is, uh, I get, you know, £4,000 a month coming to my bank account. And you'll go, okay, great. And how much is going out? And a lot of people just won't know. And that's also because you're getting, you know, you might have your car insurance come out once a year. So people won't know, they won't have averaged it out over the month. But to state the obvious here, if you've got more going out than you've got going in, then you've got a problem. And it might not be a problem in the next week or month, but you've got a problem if it doesn't change. So yeah, know how much you've got going out and coming in. If it's the wrong way round or you wanna make changes, the first one is trimming your spending. Again, there's so many ways to do this. Now, one of those is cutting your luxuries out. So you know, when I worked in the city, wow, the amount of money we spent per day and per week on lunches and coffees and all the little bits and pieces. Now, thankfully at the time, it didn't really matter for us because we weren't worrying about money. But if you just said to me, listen, you need to trim your spending, the quickest way to do it would have been to make my own lunches, which I started doing anyway, which saved a huge amount of money and stop buying the coffees. Now, here's the funny thing. In a lot of offices and in the offices I worked in, coffee was free. But we still went out and bought it from Starbucks or from Pret or Costa. I don't like Costa coffee, but that's neither here nor there. And you're like, isn't that ridiculous? It's free in the office. But the experience of going out into a coffee shop and buying it made us go out and do that. Interesting. Although I actually did walk past a Costa coffee the other day. And to say the experience of going in and getting a coffee used to be, you know, leather, leather chairs, exposed brickwork, you know, coffee roasting smell, very inviting, and a few people on their laptops. Now they've got all the uh, yellow and black chevron tape that looks like there's been a bloody nuclear fallout and you expect you to go in, in a, you know, weave through the chairs in a one-way system. And I was like, man, rightly or wrongly, that is not inviting. So anyway, going back to it, trimming your spending. Now, one of the big ones here is the word renegotiate. Now, uh, some people are funny about, um, you know, awkward about talking about money. You're going to have to get over that. But let's look at all the things that you think are fixed. Let's use the examples of if you've got Sky TV, if you've got broadband, if you've got things like breakdown recovery, you've got all your utility bills. I guarantee you, um, asterisk um, with no real basis, I guarantee you if you phone those people up and say, listen, I'm thinking of leaving 
I'd like you to give me a you know, revised um, offer for how much I'm spending. Here's a great example. I've been with the AA for about 19 years. And when I last got my renewal, they put it up. It's funny, it never goes down, does it? It's very rare. Actually, I did get one that went down the other day, but that's, that's, uh, it kind of blew my mind. But always, they're gonna put it up and hope that you don't bother to check it and you'll just be like, oh, whatever, I can't be bothered at all. So here's the amazing thing. When I phoned them up and said, listen, it's, uh, it's more expensive than I'd like and I've had a better um, quote, guess what? They said, oh, let me check. And they ended up knocking over 80 pounds off my yearly um, AA membership. Now, that might not seem a lot, but actually for us, that might be about four or five days worth of food, which is a good start. But you imagine going to all of your utilities, all of those things like the AA and anything else you can think of and saying, I'd like to renegotiate. I, I bet you could come away with saving something like 500 quid, which could pay for your, you know, the whole of Christmas for you. Um, not if you've got kids, you can add a zero onto that. But, you know, you could make a big difference there. So find, um, you know, find out how much you've got coming in and out, uh, trim your spending, renegotiate and cut the luxuries. Now, last one, mindset and self-doubt. 70% of people said they were struggling with mindset and self-doubt. Now, that's a, a pretty big number, and I think it's the biggest one of the lot and the most important, because quite honestly, your mindset is gonna affect everything else that we've said about on the list. You know, if your mindset is right, you're getting your health and fitness on track. If your mindset is right, and you're working from home, it's a lot easier. If your mindset is right, Loneliness and boredom might be fleeting, but you know how to step out of it. If your mindset is right, you've said, you know what, I'm taking my financial issues seriously, um, I'm being a grown up about it, and I'm working out all these, it's boring to do it, but it's important to do it. So that's mindset for you. Firstly, what state are you in? We spoke about this earlier, but you know, if you, you get to decide how you feel, which people often have to look up to the sky and have to think about that one but no one can make you feel anything. You know, that's outside in thinking. If someone has a go at you or they, they drive past you and overtake you, we've all done it, or you're like, fucking idiot, what's this guy doing? And then you realize, well, all he's done is driven past you. You've decided to get irate about it, and it's up to you how long you spend being pissed off about something. Um, I think that's one of the most important things. So have a look at what state you're in. You can't stop yourself getting pissed off. Believe me, it happens to all of us in an instant. But you can have a word with yourself as soon as you've done it and think, what's it, what's it costing me to stay in this state if you're, if you're angry? I mean, that's, that's one of the great ones as an example. We've all had it, as I say, where you're driving along, someone drives up close behind you and overtakes you and you get really cross about it. And let's be honest, you kind of want them to have a little bit of an accident. Let's, let's not uh, beat around the bush there. But you don't know what that person's doing. Maybe they're on the way to a, a relative who's ill. Maybe they're taking their dying dog in the back of their car to the vets. They're probably not, and they're probably a bit of a dick, but you know, you just don't know. So it's up to you how long you stay pissed off for. Now, we say about your thoughts control your feelings, and just think about that for a minute. Where do your feelings come from? They come from your thoughts. So again, it comes down to what are you focusing on? Now, in the personal development sector, there was a great, um, or one of the great events I went to, which is one of the Tony Robbins ones, which spoke about being in a peak state. Now, I think if you want to achieve anything, again, it comes down to state. A peak state should mean, you know, you're motivated, your ideas are firing, your body language is powerful, you're energized. 
But here's the newsflash. You don't want to be in a peak state all the time, do you? I mean, when I'm just sitting watching uh, Netflix on an evening with Emma on the sofa, I don't really need to be in a peak state. And a peak state all the time is, unsurprisingly, tiring. So I noticed actually that they changed it from being in a peak state to a beautiful state, which I think is a lot more achievable. But that's not to say that being in a peak state isn't very important. So do you think that an Olympic athlete, when they're about to, you know, when Usain Bolt was rolling up to the start line, to the blocks, when he was about to run the 100 or 200 meters or a relay, do you think he was in a beautiful state or a peak state? I'd guess it was a peak state because you're ready to go. But for all of us, ask yourself, what could you achieve in a peak state? Imagine if you were unstoppable for 10 minutes. What could you achieve in 10 minutes? What decision might you make? You know, what might you decide you're not going to do, you are going to do? Are you going to make a relationship, um, you know, create a relationship um, event, as in saying, I don't want to be with you anymore, or I do want to be with you for the rest of my life? There's all these different things that your life can change in an instant if you are in a peak state and you make a split decision on something. So again, let's talk about physiology. You know, what is your body language like? Are you sitting slumped? Are you sitting up straight? When you walk around, do you walk around like a slug or do you walk around like you have a, a bit of purpose? What are you focusing on? And again, this is, you know, your energy goes where your focus goes. So what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the good things that are happening or are you focusing on the bad? Now, I know people that focus on the bad nearly all the time and they drain my energy. And here's what I do when I find people that drain my energy in life. I kick them into touch because ultimately I don't want to be around people that are draining my energy or as someone said, or a mood hoover, which I thought was a great one. So if you're around people that are hoovering your mood or draining your energy, then it's perfectly acceptable to say, no thanks, I'm done with that. And it doesn't mean you don't have to be talking to them anymore, but do you wanna be around them all the time? Probably not. And then language, you know, what, what's the language you're using? It's like, you know, you can talk to someone and they can say the same thing, but use different words and it will give you different energy. So have a think about what language you are using when you're describing how your day is going, you know, instead of saying I've got a problem, so I've got a challenge, I think we all like challenges, but most of us don't like problems, there's an easy one for you. So yeah, even on that, just imagine for a day, you had all the resources you needed, you had everyone there to help you, and you were unstoppable for a whole day. What could you achieve in that time? Who knows? Anyway, here's the end of the podcast. Do some or all of these to help you do life better, if you want to. As I say, the important thing is here, they are all options. Uh, also, thanks to Resource Solutions for doing all of this. Um, more companies waking up to the importance of well-being of their staff and productivity, profits, and staff retention, the effects it has on it, are uh, it, it's growing. And I think back, you know, five years ago, or from, from when I first started working in the city in the year 19 something, you know, there was nothing to do with the wellness of staff. You had people just getting on with their jobs and shut up if you have a problem. Whereas now things are changing. So Here's a question, what is your company, or if you own a company, you know, what is your company that you work for or that you run doing to ensure that the wellness of your staff is optimal? And as we know, I said those words, that will help productivity, it will help profits, which we all like, and it will help staff retention, which I think is really, really important. On the, uh, um, on the flip side of that, you know, if they aren't doing anything, why can't you go in and say, hey, look, I've got some ideas, we could do this, this, and this. Who knows, there's plenty of resources out there and it could be the start of something for you where you um, help transform other people's lives. Um, 
at the end, the other important thing is we do offer um, Holman Academy Life Coaching, um, which is available if you want to contact us to help you with any of these parts or anything else about doing life better. And I think the best one there would be, imagine if someone helped you uh, be unstoppable in life. That would be priceless. So um, I'm off to finish off my coffee. Uh, next week, I believe we'll be interviewing um, a, a brilliant guy who I followed for five years who is all about mindset by design, which will be fantastic. That's my watch going off, which is quite professional for a podcast. So we will speak to you very soon. Thanks for listening to the Whole Man Academy podcast. Now, are you receiving our weekly emails? If not, you're missing out. Our Whole Man Academy weekly email is changing the game for men around the world using cutting-edge psychology, game-changing thinking strategies, and inspiring tips and stories from people you should have heard of but likely never have. So if you want to live more, be more, and experience more, go and sign up. Visit wholemanacademy.com forward slash movement.